Welcome to the What's What Weekly Wrap-Up. Today's show focuses exclusively on this week's features from the WFUV Newsroom. I'm David Escobar. And I'm Christina Lulich. And here are this week's feature stories. Earlier this week, What's What podcast host Caroline Ely and I sat down with WFUV's Jaya Joyce to talk about the latest in the world of music. And I started out by asking Jaya to walk us through the latest inductees to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Just last Friday, the Barclays Center in Brooklyn hosted the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. The lineup of inductees included Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, George Michael, Willie Nelson, and Bernie Taupin, among others. The show also featured star-studded performers like Elton John, Stevie Nicks, LL Cool J, Olivia Rodrigo, and Queen Latifah. Elton John's performance came shortly after inducting his songwriting partner, Bernie Taupin. He said that meeting Taupin was one of the greatest things in his life and even surprised his fans when he added that the two of them had just finished another album days ago. And I heard the crowd was also stunned at the show's finale. Jaya, who was the last performer? The ceremony ended with Queen Latifah introducing Missy Elliott to the stage, who was the first female solo rapper to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. She closed the show by performing some of her biggest hits. You know, we've been talking about rock and roll as well, and I've heard there's going to be a new musical about it coming to Broadway. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. Next spring, songs from Huey Lewis and the News will be coming to Broadway with a musical titled The Heart of Rock and Roll. It'll feature so many of the band's hits from the 80s like The Power of Love and Stuck With You. One of the producers, Hunter Arnold, said that the show is more than nostalgia and is a joyful gift to Broadway audiences. Previews for the show will start on March 29th at the James Earl Jones Theater, and opening night will be in April. It sounds like it'll be a great show. Jaya Joyce is a reporter at WFUV News who covers all things music. Jaya, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Grand Bazaar NYC is the oldest, largest, and most diverse weekly market in the city. But beyond all the food, clothes, and accessories, the Bazaar has a deeper mission, helping fund after-school programs for four local public schools. WFUV's Rosie Lenz has the story. If you're native to the Upper West Side, chances are you visited Grand Bazaar NYC. It's a bustling market that happens every Sunday afternoon. And there's absolutely no limit to the kinds of vendors you can find there. But the bazaar wasn't always a bazaar. It started as a yard sale to support local students, but it became so much more. I talked to Mark Siegel, the executive director of the Grand Bazaar. And since then, it's been a regular uh, Sunday uh, market. And with Grand Bazaar, it had a little different spin to it as well, where there are themed events, and it was more curated. Um, and had a lot more activities on site than just a like a regular free flea market. Sigo says the bazaar has become a staple for the community, and he also explained the market benefits both the students at the four schools and the bazaar's merchants. I think just the different aspects to it. Obviously, it's uh, community organized, so it's the it's benefit the the schools, the two thousand children. The second part of the mission is to kind of keep New York kind of creative and vibrant by supporting local artists, designers, craft makers, providing them affordable retail space and helping them grow their business. I talked to Jessica and Monica Valenzuela of Little Boxes NYC, 
one of the vendors at the market who own a bakery out of Brooklyn. They've been regulars at the bazaar over the last year. Jessica and Monica say the bazaar provides patrons with another important component, shopping locally. So it's a reliable like place for people to like sell what they're doing, but also to like peruse. So. Support small business. Yeah. We're two sisters. We really appreciate when people support our things, and so we want to support other small businesses too and get the dreams, dreams going. Lily is a regular shopper at the bazaar. She brought her friends with her to explore and visit her favorite vendor. It's like a lot of different diverse things, and um, when the weather's nice, it's, it's perfect. And the weather was perfect, so the crowd was huge. I asked a few bazaar goers if they knew about the proceeds benefiting the four local schools, but the answer was a unanimous no. I actually didn't know that that's where the money was going, but yeah, I think it makes a really big difference. That was Krista, a first-timer at the bazaar. She says she wishes more people knew about where the profits go. But she also thinks the market is so popular because the variety appeals to so many different people. But Sego says he thinks the market's importance comes down to a few things. I think everybody likes an underdog, everybody likes original, and everybody enjoys uh, also shopping local and supporting their local community. And the bazaar always has themed events going on. From Halloween to sweets to vintage, there's a little bit of something for everyone. I'm Rosie Lenz, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Rosie Lenz reporting from Grand Bazaar, NYC. Over the next few weeks, the WFUV Newsroom is speaking with organizations that promote mental health for teenagers in New York. This week, I spoke with Harmony Program's founder and executive director, Ann Fitzgibbon, about the work it's doing to help bring music and community to underserved schools across New York City. Can you just tell me a little bit about how you got started with Harmony Program? Sure. Well, I was a musician myself. I studied the clarinet once upon a time, but my career had taken me in the direction of public policy and government. And it was when I was working in the New York City mayor's office that I came to realize the scarcity of instrumental music programs in the public schools. And that's what sparked this idea that here in this culturally rich city of New York, of New York, we should be able to recruit talent and place musicians in communities in need. That's really where the idea started. What exactly do y'all do for students and teens in the city? Like, What's the mission of Harmony Program at its heart? Yeah, so the Harmony Program brings musical training directly into communities that are underserved in New York City. So we recruit very accomplished musicians, we provide them with training, and then we place them in classrooms through partnerships with schools and community-based organizations. And we provide children with the musical instruments and supplies that they need with after-school, in-school, and Saturday and summer instruction, as well as access to various cultural opportunities around the city. And this is all available to our students free of charge. What do you find most important about the work that Harmony Program does? I think what people don't often realize is how important music can be to the learning process. That when children are practicing music, they are practicing skills and habits that support their healthy social development, their academic achievement, and their prospects for long-term success. And to be more specific, children learn to listen to one another. They learn to focus and, and persist. They learn to take a challenge something daunting 
like a piece of music and break it down into manageable pieces that they can practice. So maybe they break it down line by line, measure by measure, note by note. And I think learning that skill is something that children can carry with them to whatever they they want to do with their lives. For example, last year we were celebrating our 15th anniversary. And so we were mining these stories of our alumni. There was one little girl, Tamika, who started on the cello when she was in second grade. She was as tiny as the instrument. And boy, she got to study at the at prestigious music summer camp, study with musicians of the New York Philharmonic. She's graduated um, and now she's working in the music industry. So she was a very talented young musician, but she wanted to be in the music industry and she found a place there. And I should say that's something else we try to do for these young people is open their eyes to all the opportunities that exist in music, not just to play music, but to be a part of uh, the broader field. That was my co-host, David Escobar, with Ann Fitzgibbon from the Harmony Program. To find out more about the program and to see how you can get involved, visit HarmonyProgram.org. And that's it from us. But you can check out the What's What weekly wrap-up every week for more features exclusively from the WFUV Newsroom. And make sure to check out the WFUV What's What daily podcast every weekday at 3 for the latest local news and feature stories from FUV. And as always, you can find out more at WFUVnews.org. I'm David Escobar. And I'm Christina Lulich. And that's What's What.